Hello, welcome to Living La Vida Lockdown, the online comedy chat show hosted by me, Rob Mulholland. Good to see you again. Are you having a fun time? Isn't lockdown great? <laughs> ah, I've gone mad. Uh, welcome <coughs> with me today. We've got another awesome lineup. It's going to be a belt of this, I'm sure. To my side right here, we've got Elliot Steele. Hello, Elliot. You all right, mate? Hello. Good to How's see it going? you, man. Yeah, thank you. I'm all right. I'm all right. Cracking up, but just about okay. Uh, down in the corner, we've got Mark Jennings. Good to see you, mate. Hello. Nice Thank to see you, man. Live from Scotland. Me, Bonnie fucking Scotland. And below us, we've got Brennan Reese. Good to see you, mate. Hello. Uh, I put on a shirt, the I'm... first one I've had in a month. Yeah, that is that is more layers than I have worn in a long time. <laughs> like, I've not been uh, texting. I've had people complain on this going, like, you didn't iron your T-shirt. I'm in my fucking house. <laughs> I'm not ironing shit. Like, I, I have solidly been in jogging bottoms the entire time. Like, as soon as lockdown was called, I went to the big Tesco and bought four pairs of jogging bottoms. I was like, this is all I wear now. I think you'd look weird in jogging bottoms because you're so long. Yeah. Like, they're just like, sort of like, sort of comfy pedal pushers. Yeah, they, they are a little bit actually. They don't go all the way down. I'll, sh I'll show you. Hold on. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You look like you're going to crush wine with your feet. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I've been doing, mate. That's my lockdown hobby. Been getting into fermenting stuff. <laughs> so where are you guys at? We'll go around, like, find out what your lockdown situation is. Like, Elliot, where are you at? Who are you with? Uh, I'm in Brighton with my dad. Oh, nice, man. Like, yeah, how yeah. is it down in Brighton? I've just moved away from there and I'm delighted. Uh, it's, it's still full of wankers. Like, I don't see any of them, but you can feel their vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know someone's, like, out somewhere on a fucking unicycle you at the moment. You can bongos in the distance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're wearing those weird fucking dress pants they got when they travel Thailand. They're just yeah, fucking yeah. around. There's you a know? lot of harem pants per population uh, in Brighton. It's... <laughs> and the worst part is, is I quite like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, having to slowly accept that I'm, I, I enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah, I find out you're that person. I mean, a year in Brighton did horrible things to me. I'm now a teetotal vegetarian. Like it is completely. <laughs> around. Yeah, Are you really? Yeah. Do you not drink? I haven't drank since last January, mate. Over a year. Fucking hell! You used to really cane it as well. Well, obviously, hence you're not. Yeah, this is it. Like no one, no yeah. one's like that I had to stop drinking. Like yeah, you used to be a real piece of shit, Rob. It's yeah. not. I basically was. Like, that's it. Everyone, everyone's like, oh yeah, but you used to drink loads, and then the penny drops. Like oh yeah, that's why you now uh, don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I finished it. I, I, had, I had done enough in my drinking career, so I wound it back in. So yeah, I just smoke loads of weed now. That's all I do. I'm, I'm much gentler. <laughs> like Mark, where are you at, mate? So you're up in Scotland. You in Glasgow? So I'm in, in Glasgow, um, just I'm I'm still at my mum and dad's. So like I just got as as I was saying, like uh, me and Brennan. Last time I seen Brennan was in Sydney oh, at the comedy store. So like I just got back. For, is it was all just about to kick off about a week before the lockdown. I was just coming back for Australia. So like we get like we're quite lucky with the timing because Adelaide uh, friend just finished, got back to uh, the UK and then like. That's me. I just I done a self isolation for a week, and then at the end of that week, the lockdown kicked in, and I was like, "Oh well, I'm just staying in my house in." Yeah. Um, so I've just been here for just like seven weeks or something like that now. But I'm I'm walking away, so I'm like I'm actually in a, a, this is basically my garden shed. So yeah, you can tell. Yeah. I was wondering why you were coming to us from a Finnish sauna. <laughs> 
Well, it's actually my my mom's actually a masseuse, so it's technically it's her aroma. She does aromatherapy massage. It's, is this a massage table that's here and stuff? So, but obviously she's not going to have any clients. So I've just set up with my fucking nice. camera and all that shit. That here, must have been a hard time at school having your mom be a massage therapist. <laughs> <laughs> It actually got me out of a few situations with teachers when they just came over and get a wee fucking happy ending what? and then I get out of <laughs> I think you'll find that was a B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God. Imagine your mum tossed off a teacher and you still only got a B. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a B plus. Just and a B. That was the mark. That was the mark for her. It wasn't even in the music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, sorry to start with the mum shagging jokes this early, but this is what this is. So, but, uh, good to have you, man. Uh, how about you, Brennan? Who are you with? Where are you at? I'm uh, in the countryside. I'm on the Yorkshire Moors. Oh, Do you know where beautiful, all those, mate. All those kids were. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the last thing I said was, you know, try keep it light. It's a bit I of know, a crisis but... at the moment. It's like, oh, you remember those dead children? <laughs> No one knows where it is, and you have to be like, right, well, you go, right, I live in Saddleworth, and they go, well, where's that? And you go, oh, famous <laughs> for you... Morris dancers or dead kids from the 60s. Yeah, and, like, more what, famous what you... for the kids. Like, let's, yeah. Be, yeah, let's be real. Yeah. yeah, You've got a bit of time on your hands, Brennan. You could try and find them. <laughs> I, I saw a mitten once on the moors, and I thought... <laughs> Well, it, it, it was from uh, it's from Boots. So yeah, it's, that too new. I'm like just be- with my girlfriend, and then we're moving house during this. Oh so shit! Mo- it's fucking nightmare. I bet nothing's open. Like, <laughs> so we've been literally moving it box by box instead shit, of like. So, yeah, it's, it's it's fine, but it's like fucking the worst time to be moving. Yeah, that is not ideal. Like that, it must be brutal. Can you still get so you still can't get a removal company or anything? You just got to do the whole thing in your car, <laughs> is it? Yeah. Yeah, basically, I'll just take a cushion by cushion from the sofa. <laughs> no, it's fucking alright. Mate, I tell you, I've done worse. I I once moved house by a shopping trolley. Right when I lived in London, I had to. It's hundred percent true. Right, like I was. Well, moving... you moving between underneath two bridges, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I had to change hostel at last minute. Like... <laughs> no, I was really broke. Right, I was not in a good way when I was living in London. And like, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't even have the quid for a trolley out to steal it. But uh, <laughs> I, yeah, so I had to move. All, luckily, I didn't have that many possessions. But it was like a ten-minute walk, and it was up like a really steep hill. It's the biggest hill in London, Telegraph Hill, like down in Newcross, where I was moving. I had to move up that in a trolley, all my possessions, just about eight loads. The the, the last one was a double mattress on top of a shopping trolley up a hill, and uh, yeah, it took me about an hour and. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, I wanted to kill myself. So I feel yeah, for you at the moment, Brennan. Thank God you gave up drinking. <laughs> like, people have never asked me why, right? That has not been a question everyone, anyone's asked. No one's been like, why did you stop drinking? Everyone's just like, yeah. <laughs> when you know, you know. It's like when, like, I've got some friends who, like, from an early age were like, you knew they were gay. 
Like I, I yeah. people thought I was gay, but like you yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, are we talking about you, Brennan? <laughs> yeah. And then they got to seventeen, and they're like, I've got something to tell you, and we're like, we, we know. We yeah. Know yeah. yeah. Well, I proper had one of those uh, coming outs with uh, one of my mates, and like this, this mate, right? When he was four years old, he came to a birthday party at my house, and my mum went, "He's gay," like straight away. <laughs> like he, he, his nickname was um, was Gay Away. It was a pun on this surname. Uh, and like when we were like eighteen, he gathered us all in the pub, all his mates, and we're like, right, I've got something to tell you. I'm gay. And like my, my most like knobhead Yorkshire homophobic dickhead mates went, We fucking know it's still your round. And it was one of the most beautiful <laughs> moments. Like it genuinely touched me, like the fact that because he was the one we were worried about. You know, like... <laughs> have you ever thought about how you would like if you were gay how you would come out to your parents oh i don't know i mean like uh mark you'd just have to pop up the road from the shed wouldn't you you have to nip inside <laughs> yeah you'd be like mom oh, do you want me to you'd be like do you want me to uh do you want me to lend you a hand at work <laughs> uh, that i can't say i've thought about it to be honest it's you know one of the great things about being straight you don't need to bother telling people but um i i don't I, know i'd like to think it wouldn't be too much of a deal i i, I would like to think i i'd just drop it into casual conversation like yeah. I'd, i'll just have the kind of thing where people are going like oh man there's no girls in here and i'll be like yeah well thank thank god i'm gay i'm having a good time like that sort of be my vibe <laughs> yeah, with yeah, it yeah, just, rather than ever yeah so they do a double take like it's their fault that they didn't already know yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want tea or coffee? Well, obviously coffee, because I love dicks. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I've said this before. I'd love to do it with a kind of thing where if, if I was gay, I'd be hanging out. Well, I would like my boyfriend to look overtly heterosexual. So people would be like, hey, do you and your mate? And I'd be like, boyfriend. And then put them in that awkward situation. Ooh, that's good. Where they're, they're going, oh, wait, sorry, because I'm just an arsehole who wants to create awkward situations. <laughs> yeah, I might. More, 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 than, more than help the LGBT community. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm awful. That. I learned a lesson a while back with my best mate from home. and He's also called Rob. He's a guy I go to the football with, uh, like mate from school. And he's uh, one of the funniest people I've ever met. He's an accountant, but he's just like a dickhead. And we always would like in public do things to create awkward moments for strangers because it's fun. We met this guy who was like a proper scally outside a bar in Leeds, like a proper like um, shaved head, tracky bottoms, just like too close to us all the time. Like, you know, we felt like he was trying to be intimidating. So we decided, me and him, that we'd be gay, my, me and my mate. So we were like, we were like, oh, we're a couple, blah, 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 thinking he'd be dead homophobic. After about half an hour, he uh, drunkenly broke down and confessed that he was gay and had never been able to tell anyone, right? But he was like, oh, but you know, we've, I've met you and I feel like I can confide. And me and my mate Rob are just like, like tense so we had to change the mission then obviously we go from awkwardness then to just convincing him it was fine that he was gay and it was one of the most awkward nights of my life i hope that that guy knew what we were doing and just flipped it on us but yeah i had to spend a whole night so i've, I've never done that ruse since i've should have committed to it and had a threesome <laughs> <laughs> in for a penny through. <laughs> just while just while you're just while you're having both having sex with him like he doesn't even know we're not gay what a <laughs> just a really fucked up version of punk you're like there's a camera there, there's a camera there. <laughs> uh, have you ever considered it mark no do you know like uh, do you know what i was thinking about recently though it's like <laughs> in some ways it'd make your life a lot easier i think to be perfectly honest but i uh I, do you see now they're always talking about like why more footballers don't come out as gay and all that sort of stuff like and like you just it's just causing the amount of prejudice that is still there. Like I think most of us do like 
all our pals and if our pals are comics, they're all quite liberal minded, all quite, and you can kind of think. Not all of them, I've got a few on here, mate. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, you sort of sometimes forget, like, that, oh, not everyone's still cool with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, and I I was, uh, I played Five Asides on a Monday night, obviously not during this fucking thing, but like, and I remember uh, I was going to a gig after we were playing the game. And so like, I used the hairdryer to dry my hair, like just to do it, obviously, before I went to the, the show. And there's a guy in the changing rooms, right? He turned to me and he went, I've been coming here for 10 years and I've never seen anyone use that hairdryer. And he was like shocked that I'd used it. Right? And I just was like, I was like, if this is how shocked he is that like, a guy just using a hairdryer, like, imagine like, a gay guy in changing rooms like in a football environment like trying to get accepted. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it'd just be like, fucking, we've got a long way to go. Is basically no, what I'm definitely, saying. man. Yeah, no, it's it's five-a-side oh, a football thing, or is it a gay thing? <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be both. I don't think it's mutually exclusive. <laughs> It's, it's football on the park, gay off. <laughs> Do you reckon oh, it ever happens the other way around where there's like a gay bar and a guy goes, can I have a, a pint of, of bitter? And they go, I've never seen anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, like, that sort of stuff definitely does happen. I've been turned away from going into a gay bar because I'm straight. And I was just like, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> I was just like, if yeah. this is your place. I was like, you know, it's like, if I'm going into someone else's like space like that, it's their fucking rules, right? Like, I'm not going to be like, why am I not allowed in here? It's like, because we're sick of you. They're sick of me <laughs> specifically. They don't want me in there. So I'm like, fine. Like, you know, it's your, you know, I'll go to literally any other bar. It's fine. I've seen people complain about that though. And it's like, all right. Like, I know we, as straight white men, we're used to being welcome everywhere, but there's surely got to be a limit. <laughs> like, have you, have you ever had, have you ever had the thing where uh, I had it in Brighton one time, I was doing uh, the career and uh, I went for a drink in a pub afterwards and I, I had that thing of that awkward conversation with like a chat with a guy at the urinal, like whatever. And then afterwards he was like, do you see my dick? And I was like, what? And then he went, do you want to touch it? And I was like, no. And I walked out of the room and a bit of me was going like, and he got a bit aggressive and a bit of me was going like, what's the rules on hitting a gay person here? Even though he's sexually like coming at me, like what's the rules here? Cause am I going to come out of this? And they're going to go, Hey man, that's a hate crime. <laughs> like, you're not, like, you can't do that. And then well, bit of me was that like, why you had to leave Brighton? right what i would say is you, you took the correct course of action of just leaving that would always try to do that one first is what oh I yeah say. but it's yeah. it's it, but like i still had like I was, it was mid piss rob yeah all right yeah you still got a flow so to like, shut off well, yeah well i chose i chose to just embarrass myself just yeah. walk out and they just have to go when people are like have you pissed yourself and be like yeah I was I, I didn't know how to deal with being hit on <laughs> <laughs> it's not an okay time to hit on someone though I think no. like, unless unless you are in a gay bar I think if you're in a gay bar someone can come up to you at the urinal that's fine if you're in a normal pub I don't think that's okay I think that's a private time like if someone wants to hit on me at the bar that's cool whilst I've got my dick out I'm too vulnerable like I I had a guy at the Arndale Centre in Manchester, big shopping centre in town. Like when I used to work in there, I went, I went for a piss in the like the toilets there, and there was this like um, little dude. He was like, um, like he was about, I don't know, like five foot nothing, like tiny. But like what he did, he was like having a piss, and like he was busy, so that was, you're only urinal next to him. So I went there, and at one point, right, he was just like kept like sort of. He was a bit jittery. He sort of like jumped up a bit, got on his tiptoes, looked over the divider bit between the two urinals at my dick, and then just went, ha, 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 licked the wall, then <laughs> carried on pissing. 
I don't know which is the worst bit there. Looking at your dick, carry on pissing, or lick. I think licking the wall's the worst bit. Licking the wall was the bit where I was like, because I was about to be like, the fuck are you doing? Then he licked the wall, and I was like, this guy ain't responding with any coherent answer. (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to be like, oh, sorry, um, sorry, mate. I didn't mean to, (laughs) you know, he's just licked a urinal wall. Like, this guy's beyond help. (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck! I had a guy uh, who was—I was in Victoria train station one time. I was in London. I was having a—I was in the, the toilet bit, and all the toilets are next to each other. And this guy kept putting his hand like under the door and like or the divider bit and started rubbing it. And I was like, "What's this?" I was like, "What's this guy doing?" So then I went round and like just knocked on the door, and the door opened, and he was just jacking off. <laughs> and I was just like, "Bruv!" And then just went and got my train and was like. What the fuck was... Who goes into a toilet and does that, man? Well, like loads well, of people. There's one in London. Well, sort yourselves out. This, 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 this fucking... Sorry, are you saying so if, if there was a toilet where you could readily fuck women, like whenever, like whenever you want, there was just women in this toilet who were down to fuck, you wouldn't be in that toilet 24 fucking 7? I would, but I would but then go to a toilet where, like, I wouldn't be jacking off. <laughs> like, but then also at the same time, uh, I would probably not be trying to... I, I don't know. I think there is things like that, though, but it's kind of invite only. That's the difference in it, is because from what I understand of, like, uh, the, the gay scene, or, like, that part from of what I understand, that particular though. culture... <laughs> oh, man, I speak, I speak to, I speak to like, because uh, this is what makes me laugh, is, like, I speak to my girlfriend, and she's like, uh, oh, my gay friend Jack, he's, like, so nice, and it, it, oh, look how... Like, she's got, like, a gay friend, and then I speak to him, and I'm like, this guy's a savage. Oh, yeah, man, gay guys are... This guy's gross. a savage. They still do. Like, just the stories he tells me, I'm like, d- 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 like, straight guys think they got stories, like, a straight guy best story. We'll be like, I fucked two girls in one night after the, and you'll be like, and like gay guys, they're like, that's a Tuesday, yeah, that's man. a slow <laughs> yeah, Tuesday, mate. Literally, literally, like the, the 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 best day of my fucking life. I had a threesome once, and I uh, I spoke to my gay one of my gay mates the next day, and he said, like, I've, I've had four this week. <laughs> like, yeah. just like, it just completely was like, I was like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, because it's all dudes, it's all dudes. So like, of course yeah. they're fucking gross. It's not like you know, it's not like. There is a sort of image of gay guys as yeah, you're right, of being this sort of like soft, gentle, delicate. But no, it's a bunch of dudes. Like they're gross, yeah, man. you know. Like yeah, because yeah, they're not like different. They just put it in a different hole. Like, <laughs> 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 I, I love the way we're all trying to tread carefully at this point, <laughs> and it's still, we're still gonna. <laughs> oh, I'm really not like. <laughs> <laughs> I was once told off a famous uh, gay comic. Um, oh, let's all try it, and work out who this is. Who he, was told it? Me, he told me this thing, and it's <laughs> literally scarred my head. Um, have you ever heard of extreme docking? So I do think you know I'm what vaguely do- aware of what docking is. I, I, I know I what docking that, is. I thought that docking was already is, fairly extreme. Where you put your is that where you put your foreskin over the other one and like yeah, go like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you sort of make a pig in blanket. Yeah, like a Chinese <laughs> finger trap. <for> you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, I still don't get it. What is it going into more detail? So, <laughs> uh, I've no clue what we're in about it. We were the first people that docked via Zoom. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to replace that webcam afterwards. <laughs> so you get these, I think you buy them off Amazon or something, and you get these rods. You think? And you put them in your in your um the oh, you can't call it that anymore. But the the pickle. <laughs> oh yeah yeah sure yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I, it's a hard one to lose that one, isn't it? That's ingrained that for being I, a name for that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was the scientific term and <laughs> dropped it in a green room one time, and everyone was like, "You can't say that, Elliot." And I was like, "What's fucking?" And then I just never put the connection. Yeah, no, me neither. It was years when I was like, "Oh, that's racist." Oh shit. <laughs> so you stretch out the bit. Urethra, right. your urethra. Yeah, yeah, you stretch out your urethra. I think you buy, like, you, you do a little bit and then it stretches out a bit more. Like earplugs, you've got to work them up in stages. You know, exactly, yeah. 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 And then your boyfriend no, or, no, or I've lover just what this is. fucks you in the piss hole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's loads of things like that. Uh, I had... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, what? I had a, I have a a, a friend who's a, a sex mm, worker. A friend, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like, do you think I'd be living at my dad's in Brighton if I did sex work? And no, uh, I think you'd be living yeah. on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't and, think there's that much of a market. Sorry, mate. Well, for me, I would be. Uh, I am a little twink dream. I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, that, that's like a big thing is like people getting inserted in that and like the dudes love that shit. Nah, no thanks. I had a, I had a, I've, I've had like tests where they've put things down there and I can't say I ever had one of those tests and been like, you know what, could you make that about three inches wider? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely got to be like a, it's got, it's got to be a power thing though, isn't it? It's like, I think it's, uh, do you know what I think it is? I think it's dudes who work like from what I hear, who work in like high end jobs and, uh, they they will whenever they like the only way they can get off sexually is like they will have to be sub they they can't be dominant they have to be sub so they have to like end up like going through all this weird shit because they're working at a job that's hyper masculine all the time the only way they can feel anything is to feel like emasculated yeah like you know interesting man best of luck to anyone as long as they're not hurting themselves or anyone else with whatever they're fucking into but christ am i glad that i'm so vanilla like i don't like (laughs) whenever a girlfriend's like you know when you like in a new relationship they're like right you know so if there's anything that you're like you know into you can let me know there's never really anything i'm just i just really like shagging so like you know it's a lot easier Easier, that conversation i mean best of luck to anyone who does and like you know i've certainly indulged other people who had you know who had things in it i'm a gentleman if you've got a weird thing you fucking need if you need to if you need me to speak with a polish accent i'll fucking do it like you know I, what's what's the weirdest thing you, you, you like the most uncomfortable you've ever been having to do something uh like i i i um i turned down a request for like a, a daddy daughter role play that was the one where i was like that's a limit i can't be doing really yeah uh, i i i'm gonna have to my fucking dad's out there he's gonna make this um, right. <laughs> your dad knows that you're a scumbag mate <laughs> <laughs> um, when i when i was like uh 18 i pulled this girl and she was she was she was fucking like i used to be into my emo girls and stuff and uh, she was right and she uh wanted to do a columbine role play but i was like and i'd never role played before so she was like i just came in being she's like what the kids at school like and i'm like oh they're bullies i'm gonna bloody get them one day <laughs> <laughs> that was the, that was thing. And she like clearly had this ravage fantasy and i'm just there going like well i better give it a bit of backstory <laughs> what's my motivation what's my motivation <laughs> i'm a big marilyn manson fan that's <laughs> just walking into the beautiful big pal the beautiful big pal. <laughs> it's not really good fucking music is it no nah. <laughs> Do you ever remember when that 
uh, rumor went around that Mar- Marilyn Manson had his ribs taken out so he could yeah. suck himself off. But like that, that is the same rumor for like eighteen different celebrities. Which which celebrity did you hear, Mark? Like I had um, I had Prince. I heard that for. I, I heard it. I heard it from Marilyn Manson, but I've heard that that is true, or it's that there's loads of people that have done it or something like that. I can't remember, but like it's one of these things that everyone's heard off a mate, isn't it? Like I. I'm not having it. I think it's like, you know, your mum putting a cup of tea down while you're having a wank with the headphones on. I think it's one of them, like, you know. Oh, right. yeah, you know it's yeah, just a complete yeah. myth. Like, why Why would they? Like, you know, if you're like Marilyn Manson or Prince, you can find someone to suck you off. If you want sucking off, that can happen, like, whenever you want, if you're them. Yeah. yeah. You know, why Kinda would you suck yourself in, off? It kind of fits in with the Marilyn Manson brand, though, doesn't it? Like, yeah. He probably started that himself, like, I fucking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, my own yeah. That's why this eye's always weird. Like this eye's always weird. <laughs> <laughs> just got bad aim. Do you remember the one that? Go for it. Yeah, go for it. with sucking yourself off. The problem with it is, like, you do get your dick sucked, but also you've got to suck a dick. So it's like you know, it's kind of a, you know, I think it evens out. Between the ages of thirteen and fifteen, I regularly attempted to suck my own dick and then became quite good at it <laughs> there we go amazing what yeah I'd, I'd, so me and my brother used to sh- my brother doesn't know this what choose your words carefully we used to share a bedroom but he's older than me so when he was at work he had the bottom bunk so what I would do it was I would, I would lean back on the bed and push my legs off the top of the, his bunk just to try and like get it and then when you get it it's awful it's <laughs> it's like you say you go i'm sucking a knob like and you and you it's, it's rubbish it yeah. doesn't feel like it should um you have to <laughs> you come on your own face and <laughs> You don't. You don't have to. But <laughs> no, you have to. You have to. <laughs> I think you've really got to finish the job at that point, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh like, my god. There. Yeah, it's like a painter's signature at that. There point. must be. There must be no greater. I think the post comes saying that I would kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I could like. How are you oh. meant to just go and like? Why is it looking at me? Why is it down? And they go, I better go downstairs for dinner and just sit like I'm a normal human being now. <laughs> like, do you even... <laughs> oh my god! That moment yeah, of clarity like, must be rough. It's that. Like, it's more like a Columbine sort of role play, isn't it? At the end, you think I'm going to take my own fucking life now. It does both end with a shot to the face, to be fair. <laughs> I went to I went to school with a guy who could do it, right? And I remember one time we were all out, like we used to go to this youth club or something like that, and like we were outside at one time, and he was there was like a crowd formed around him, and he was. Going. <laughs> and do you know the thing was, we were all at oh what a fucking jammy bastard! I wish I could do that. <laughs> like we were on jail, so. <laughs> Well, thankfully, you can speak to someone who actually knows, and it's not, not all this cracked up to me, so you know, don't need to be jealous you know, anymore. You know, like in American films, where they're all there cheering because someone's doing a cake stand. That's what I've got imagined, but with Mark Go, go on, Chad, go, 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 yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it comes up, it's all double that his lap. This is <laughs> 
he's got his cum in a red plastic cup. That is the most Norwegian story I have ever been told. I used to go down the youth club all the time. Like, did you have youth clubs? Yeah. Yeah, 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 big in the end, man. Like I had to, uh, I, like, I had to go. I got, went to one all the time where I got horribly bullied. Where I was a kid, uh, they started calling me Tinky Winky after the gay Teletubby because I was really tall. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's such inventive homophobia. Oh man, it really was. It was, it was taken to a next step, and like they'd sing the song. <laughs> Because like, I grew up on like a proper council estate, so these were like tough lads, and like, I was just dead lanky and skinny, and uh, yeah, so I was tinky winky for ages. Although like at it once, like they gave us a lot of hot dogs. And uh, Danny Fisher, if you're watching this, I think you still owe me a fiver, mate. Um, we, 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 <laughs> I, I, he, like I, th- I, I bet him a fiver, which was all the money in the world at that point. That, um, that I think it was Craig, his brother, was going to eat four hot dogs. He was like, "I'm going to eat four. I'm like, "He can't eat four and he was sick after three. So I'm pretty sure I'm still owed a fiver from about 1997. Um, so um, a good reminder of that actually. I'm sorry. Was your youth club in the prison that Cool Hand Luke was filmed in? Fucking foodie in challenges, guys. This was our like fucking. Yeah, summer. Like they just stick us in a hall with a football and uh, it's hot dogs, and that that was it. Like, um, did, yeah. did you guys have a game or a version of it of a thing called uh, we called it at our school called Nutmeg Rush, where it was like if the ball went in between your legs, but it didn't just have to be a ball. You could like kick a bottle across the playground, and if it went through someone's legs, they just had the shit beaten out of them, regardless. Uh... And uh, and we had it like it, it just kept getting amped up and amped up like there was people like arms broken like the whole playground would just if it's if you just saw something go through your legs everyone just got to jump up on top of you some weird wall would rule the playground. <laughs> It's amazing how kids sort of self-police themselves, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, man. Yeah. Like, the hierarchy is ruthlessly enforced. Like, um, when I was at school, we, we made paper darts with drawing pins in the end. So you basically fold the, a square of paper so it becomes like a, a darts flight. You put a bit of blue tack uh, behind a pin that you push through it. It's got a little bit of weight. You've got a good dart that'll stick in things, including each other's heads. So like that that was a thing for a while. Firing paper clips um straightened out out of laggy bands they stuck in people as well. Like yeah, just it was it like teenage boys are in, uh, insane. It's just like you just proper think you're in- indestructible, don't you? When you're like fifteen, you're like let's set everything on fire and fight in it. Yeah, once... we. Oh, oh, on, no, 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 no. My story, my story will suck. There's one just lads on uh, on our last day at school who decided to lean on the double decker bus like a prick. Decided to lean out and tie his tie around the fucking um, lamppost and to the back of a chair. And when the bus set off, it ripped off a fucking chair. (laughs) (laughs) And then we were all called back in. After our GCSEs had finished, we were all called back in for assembly because we're all like, yeah, like it was like, <laughs> <of the> flies, like... <laughs> it, it's so mad in it at school like all the shit that you like I, I generally i look back at some of the things i did and i'm like that's fucking evil yeah. like we were evil there was and another thing like i got picked on so like the thing was you had to find someone else to then like oh shit i might get picked on let's divert the attention to this person and then that's me safe for geography 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's me safe for it. We had one at uh, the first school I went to um, in, in Croydon. It, like the, all the teachers, like loads of the teachers left halfway through the year. So you would just turn up to a class and there wouldn't be a teacher. So you just had to just sit in this class for an hour. And um, these year 11s walked past one day and it was like something out of the fall of Yugoslavia where they separated the boys and the girls, lined all the boys up to the wall and just started throwing chairs at us. <laughs> but there was something so sinister in the fact that they separated the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really fought it through. Yeah, that's a level of planning. Oh, on that. I can't imagine school was like chill in Glasgow. No, like, I mean, uh, no, my school was pretty mental, but it was always a good <laughs> laugh. Like, but did you just have that thing? I think it's quite a common thing, like, like the two for flinching thing and like getting dead arms and all that. Did you just oh, have yeah, that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I always remember like that there was a period of time where that was like everybody was doing it. We called it DDs, right? So it's like two, you get two dead arms, right? And <laughs> they're allowed to do it if anyone flinched. So I always remember this guy like going up to me, right? And he's like, he went like that with his fingers, put his fingers in his mouth and like put them to my eyes like this and like got right close and eventually I went like that and he's like, oh, two for flinching and I was like, all right, fair enough, man, on you go. I did flinch to be fair. Yeah, 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 no, I moved, I moved, you're right, you're right, technically. Yeah, yeah. That is the biggest threat you could do right now, yeah. licking your fingers, in it, And just hovering them near someone. You, you're like, you could rob a fucking bank with that at the moment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wheezing as you go in. <laughs> Just pass a note across going, I'm not afraid to cough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was show a, a picture of their nan's house, just like, I'm off to shake her hand. <laughs> there was a guy who, near here who, like, delivers fish to people, like, to, like, fucking cafes and stuff that had sort of open because they've got a shop in them. And he got his van robbed a week ago, and he's really like, give me all the fucking cod. And he coughed on him, and he fucked up, he ran off. Saved his all, all like, that's saved his amazing. Yeah, yeah. That is a self defense class right now, isn't it? Like, I'm really glad. Like, you know, loads of comedians, like, you're like this, Elliot. You like try and like learn martial arts and that and stuff. Like, yeah, I love that you use the word try and learn. Don't know any, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, you know, you, you put all this effort in going to gyms and that to defend yourself. Like, I've been smoking loads of weed. I am ready to go, mate. <laughs> I, 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 like, people can't fucking touch me now. <laughs> ready to go. The problem is, loads of people from like gyms in the martial arts like community are just still meeting up and training because they like because martial arts, like they always believe like it's mind over matter. You can do anything, and you're like, not a fucking virus, you morons. <laughs> uh, like yeah. this is this isn't you because you've got ten more. Ah, uh, you haven't got. It's not like oh, there's ten more burpees. Just do it, and you'll self improve. It's like no, you you you're gonna kill people, you mm -hmm. fucking idiots. They're still doing a UFC like next weekend, aren't they? Or the yeah, that'll, think, get, that, that'll I, get cancelled. I kind of think that's all right, though, the UFC thing. Because, right, first, like, if they, like, quarantine the fighters for a couple of weeks either side and, like, all the fighters are, like, you know, they're all consenting and they get tested and all that, I don't see how it can do that much harm having, like, 40 people together. If you just have a skeleton camera crew and all that, I don't see how it can be that bad. And it will entertain half the fucking world because even people who don't like that sport like you're fucking watching it at the moment aren't you oh yeah. god I, I need some sport i've been watching like the half stone i play this nerdy card game called half stone on my phone which is all like it's like magic the gathering but online wow. and like, i've been watching i've been watching the esport competition for it and really getting into it 
It's just I need some sport. <laughs> that's the that's the worst thing I've said on this podcast. And oh, I talk mate, yeah, about but a guy getting cheered more... for drinking his guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is way worse. Way worse. <laughs> Do you not think it's gonna sound weird though? Like with like hard like no basically a UFC with no cheering. It's just gonna be men being done, like, done one. Oh, yeah, but it'll be like Ultimate Fighter. Like that's what happens in. Uh, oh I, shit! I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've just that was that was a good joke, and I've just ruined it. Sorry, I could, <laughs> I could have really just gone on with a bit. Couldn't have I? Uh, I, I think, you'll find, I think you'll find they did that in series three, episode nine. <laughs> that was an early stoppage there, Elliot. You can <laughs> the ref threw in the towel on that one way too early. <laughs> Still life in that. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't tapping; he was just trying to get out. <laughs> I hope it happens. I'm the same man. I'm desperate for sport. I I have been watching. Um, Leeds United have been replaying old matches on their like Facebook, and I've been watching them. So like, I, I genuinely like. I I I had to like go for a walk after a match the other day because uh, when we scored in the 1972 FA Cup final, I stood up and cheered out loud. <laughs> like, I've seen that goal hundreds of times, but I'm watching this game like trying to kid myself that I'm excited like it's a normal match. Like unreal. Right. Would you be fucking raging if they cancel the leagues, which they might, and Leeds just have to stay where they are? Yeah, I, stay where they belong. You can go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course I would. I'd be absolutely furious. Like I've been waiting sixteen years for this, mate. And like you know, I, for a lot of that time, I was match going as well. Like I was going home and away, like forty odd games a season, watching us be shit, getting up at four a.m. to go to fucking Yeovil to watch us lose in the wind, right? And like all that time, dreaming of this happening. I'm already devastated because it doesn't look like we're gonna be able to just win it in normal fashion and I was I've dreamed for so long of that moment of being at Ellen Road when we win it and being there and like having that moment and sharing that and like that's what football's about for me it's not about oh tick you you're in the Premier League now that, that that does nothing for me like obviously I'll take that over nothing happening but it will feel empty and hollow and shit to be honest with you I like I just want that moment with my friends who we've been through a lot together and we've been waiting for this and sort of like, you know, like all like sort of fan loyalties aside, like I think, on a you know, it's just like a human thing for me and my mates. And like, I'll be fucking devastated because I've been, you know, I've been waiting for fucking ever. And I want to run onto the pitch and hug Marcelo Bielsa because he fucking deserves it. That beautiful man. <laughs> Do you know what that I'm sounded like? Ultimate. It sounded like you were trying to get through to Judgey's houses on X Factor that. <laughs> <laughs> Right, now here's my version of I Dreamed the Dream. <laughs> Just put Coldplay under that monologue. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think they'll just they'll just I imagine they'll just send you up. They are, I reckon they'll just cancel the league and go like whoever's in what position. The latest talk is playing um, playing the playoffs behind closed doors based on current standings, and then just promoting Leeds and West Brom. Which of the available options is you know I guess you know nothing's ideal at the moment. I'll have to take it, but um, it will be at least we'll get a crack at the Premier League with Bielsa. You know I'll take that over nothing. So, you know, there's yeah. worse things in the world. I'm aware of that. You know, like, um, you know, we lost Norman Hunter, like Leeds Legends, like last week uh, to the fucking COVID. So, you know, there's worse things going on, but it impacts me and impacts other people. And, like, I have no, it, it's only been Man U fans who are campaigning for the season to get voided. I, I see you <laughs> shit out. It's them it would, and Norwich. It would, it. Rangers, to be fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it would be hilarious if Liverpool, like, I know they, they totally, I think. <laughs> I think if the league gets cancelled, just given the title because they won they've it. Won it. Like, they've won they, it. They, 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 won they absolutely title. won it. Yeah. And, and in one of the most incredible fashions ever. However, 
it would be the <laughs> funniest thing that has ever happened, ever. Yeah. Liverpool did not get the title because that year a fucking virus shut down the Premier League and they had all that thought, eh, just we won it! And we could all go, but you didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if we were go... in the same situation, I'd be 100% with you. <laughs> it's not like I'm here going... <sighs> I was really looking forward to Palace coming 11th. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking fucking <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's only a very few, sports sport are very few clubs who actually give a shit. Yeah, obviously, like, Palace fans are like, do whatever's funniest, honestly. Like, yeah. Uh, it's But uh, but this is the thing, like, because no, the, they're talking about, I've seen, did you not get that WhatsApp message off that one conspiracy theorist in your WhatsApp group who sent in, who, you know, everyone's always had, like, oh, I've got a source in this. Like, you know, how everyone had, like, a fucking yeah. person they knew in the military yeah, when yeah, they were yeah, about yeah. to oppose martial <laughs> law. And, they're already in fucking Croydon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at this. They're, they're, they're going to make sure if you go out for a second walk, they're going to airstrike your house. Yeah, like... they're, they're photoshopped onto the side of a truck. COVID-19 truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With MI5 and MI6 and the SAS, that is, we, are, we are amazing at espionage. Couldn't get past the British public. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we say, and WhatsApp is the information <laughs> network. <laughs> but but um, the Senate thing saying like ah oh, there's like rumor that they're gonna play the rest of the league behind closed doors and they might go you know we might do this in June or something or it could get pushed to September but I'm like if the rest of the football league goes actually we're gonna start in no say everything which I can't see it happening but just say we're gonna start playing January of next year and we're gonna do like uh, the Champions League and we're still going we're gonna finish the league they're gonna go well no because we want to do the Champions League and we want to get everything in football going again mm. we can't just wait for you guys yeah that's what that's, that's funny more information it. no no that's it's like it's that's what's really hard with it is you know there's there's no way to like please everyone um and like it is awkward like my preferred um solution would be just restart whenever we can and fuck off next season but i understand why that is incredibly difficult because of like the huge amounts of finances involved contracts all the just keeping these huge institutions running so i get that that might not be realistic but that is the for the sake for the sanctity of sport as a competition that's the best result a second to that is i think just going off you know the current standings i think that's the best you can do at least the season's nearly yeah. done you know it's like you know it's right at the end you know there's like 10 but, games to go in the championship so but it'd just be funnier just not to give it them my favorite thing is that they were running liverpool were running away with the league smashing everyone and it's taken them longer than anyone else to win the league. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, mate, like, get it done, lads. Le- Leeds should be, uh, Le- tomorrow should be our promotion party. We're meant to be playing Charlton away in our last game of the season tomorrow. And like, oh, fucking God. devastating, man. Like, it's, it's proper gutting. You know, it is what it is. Um, like, I'm really glad, like, I managed to, I, I got to the stadium just before um, this went down when we played Bristol City and it was a beautiful, emotional game where, like, the city, we, 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 we were like, oh, we're actually doing this. And, like, that's the, fi- that's the thing. That's what's so good in, right? This was such a romantic and wonderful season. We had such heartbreak last year. And, like, we're playing this beautiful, incredible football with a really likable, wonder- apart from our racist keeper, we've got a really likable team. And it's just, yeah, it's just really gutting to lose it now, you know, like this season. But, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure no one watching who isn't a Leeds fan is crying for us. <laughs> Did your keeper do that was racist? Um, he, he called Jonathan Leco um, an effing N-word. Um, it was full on. Oh, that, like, that's very racist. Very racist. Very uh, racist. Yeah, we, we, we had a racist keeper as well, mm. Wayne Hennessy. 
yeah. did a Nazi salute and then went, I don't know what a Nazi is. Yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. like, you, what, I, I it genuinely believe. It turned out it was true. He is that thick. <laughs> I, I genuinely, for that, I thought like, with that photo, I honestly thought, oh, has he like gone to do a wave? They've used that picture, and then the PR, he, uh, PR team he's hired has gone, no one will ever believe that that was just a wave. You're better off saying, like, do you know what I mean? Like a PR yeah, yeah, team yeah, yeah. holds something and goes, just so you don't know what a Nazi is. But then it turned out, like, yeah, no, he's a moron. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> also, who is waving like this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I thought he was like, oh, how's it going? Because I thought he can't be an actual Nazi, like, because it would just make awkward, like, like, he can't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be difficult to be really racist and be a modern football player. It would be difficult, like, yeah, you have to play in Italy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon for 100 grand a week, I'd give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was it was that Australian keeper, like who did a, a Nazi salute to Tottenham Hotspur, did it to the Tottenham Hotspur fans, and only got a yellow card. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> he, got, he got a yellow card for it. Decanio was a bit of a Decanio was a bit. Yeah, of a yeah. yeah. So he was a fascist, weren't he? Yeah. yeah. He went to Lazio. Yeah, like Lazio were bad eggs. Like in general, yeah. like they've got some real dodgy fans. Like uh, definitely. Yeah, like there's definitely like because there's a lot of like clubs in Europe have like a political allegiance and like because like I think the, the problem with like do you have that in Glasgow, Mark? Yeah, yeah I'm just literally thinking, <laughs> who am I telling this? Lazio well, actually played Celtic. Uh, I think this season I could Celtic beat them in a. Uh, because Celtic are a left wing club traditionally. Yeah, like we like, it's just they've got all that stuff going and like so there was a lot of there was a lot of trouble with mm. uh, Lazio Celtic actually. Yeah, it's 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 always because uh, I, I never understand like um the the I had to have the whole Celtic Rangers thing explained to me. But like, so what's going on with like the Rangers? Like, are they going to be furious if the league's cancelled, or are they asking for the league to be cancelled? No, they, well, Celtic are going for nine in a row this season. So we've won, we right. won nine Celtic won nine titles in a row this season, and would be going for ten, which is the Celtic Rangers have both won nine in a row once. Like, and Celtic done the sixties, and Rangers done the nineties. So Celtic's big thing was like, oh, we're going for 10 in a row. And it was all leading up to that. And then obviously this has kind of stopped it. So Rangers fans are hoping that it will get cancelled. So <laughs> stop <laughs> that. But uh, but we'll see what happens, man. I don't know what's going to happen with that. But that, that's where it's at at the moment. So Rangers are hoping that it, the league gets voided in Celtic. Uh, but Celtic are like 13 points clear. It's like, it's like when a cricket it, team it's no, it's no it rains on day bit. five, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, like in uh, in golf, <laughs> where, <laughs> like, I'm sure it's similar. You know, when everyone wanted Tiger Woods to win it again, but he was a bit of a. But is, is it like that? <laughs> Do you reckon? Do you reckon uh, you lot feel what we feel when we uh, should have won a semi-final? Is that what you were saying in the World Cup? Is it similar comparison to English England achievements? Oh, to me. <laughs> how do, I'm talking to. I'm just trying to wind Mark up. All right, fair enough. Yeah. I have, I have <laughs> zero, I, I I, how do you mean? What, what do you I, mean? I was just. I was, it, it, it's I'm just not... a bit that won't be on Rob's highlight reel. Um, <laughs> you know what it's like. It's exactly. I think it's exactly the same as that one comedian. 
at Edinburgh, he's in the loft bar the day the nominations come out, being like, it should have been me! You're like, fuck <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> off, No one thought it was you. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like you know, oh, they, like they are they are fucked and rigged, but that's not the reason that those people didn't win. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's because Paul Savage has done six shows this year. Put them together, they might be all right. But it's, yeah, it's... I love. Uh, oh, we get to this bit. Who, who do you think uh, of any comedian has had the like? I'm really enjoying watching comedians who aren't funny now try have to do social media, <laughs> and they'll be like, and they'll be like, hey guys. I've made some eggs. Here's 30 Instagram stories about boiling eggs because <laughs> this is content. And you're like, what are you, what are you, like, I'm, I'm not great at content. Like, it's not my thing. But, it, but just watching people be like, oh, look at this. I'm now going for a walk. Please pay to my GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, buy my coffee. Yeah, there is a bit yeah. like where it's like you got. To, I, like, I don't know, like I don't want to hate on people too much because they're trying, bless them. But do like, it, there are do some, it. Fuck do it. it. There are some embarrassing <laughs> attempts going on, and I think like if you're if you're trying to make money on the internet, I think unfortunately the best way to do that is to completely ignore making money. Leave ways for people to give you money, and then just make things. Right? Don't push it. Don't make it a thing where you. St- I've seen people start off a video with "Hi, I'm here," and if you'd like to. Don't no, right, give something of value first because you're not in a comedy club where they are going specifically to see a night of entertainment. You are just another thing on their telly or computer. There are, you are up against literally everything in the world ever. And like every comedy special that's ever been created, every film that's ever been created. So you've got to create a reason for them to be there by just giving them something good. And I, like, I totally believe in just leave the, the, leave the ways there for them to pay for it if they want to. And people do. Like I've, I've had some like genuinely like astounding uh, donations during this. Like, um, like uh, especially like, because I, I, my whole thing is like, there's ways to give me money, but at the moment I'm giving uh, donations to the Trussell Trust because like my, my girlfriend pays the bills because she's still working. So I'm able to do that. So like, that's all cool. But like, I've had people who were like annoyed that I was doing that, who then wanted to give me more money for me because they're like, no, I want to support you specifically. Oh, that's you, nice. Yeah, that's if you give, nice. if you make things that are good and you put them out there, people support it now, and I genuinely believe that, and I think it's a really wonderful part of the internet that I fucking love. Like, people like supporting you if you make good shit. So just make you, stuff. And like, you say that though, Rob, but I bet you there would be loads of people who would pay money to see Brennan try and suck his own dick again. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, there is a market for that, a hundred percent. Charge for that, Brennan. Don't do that for free, right? You know, if, if you've got something, all right, if you've got product that good, then don't give that away for free. Brennan's videos only available. Brennan's videos, his content's only available on Live Leak. <laughs> like, Brennan, Brennan, you surely got to have lost that flexibility now that is a teenager's move like there's no yeah, yeah, way yeah. like i'd end up with a stitch or a hernia or something but, but imagine oh. i put it out i was like okay like everyone's doing these things where like, oh, <laughs> live tonight on instagram yeah people that i've seen shows where i talk about like lovely things like my nan's kettle and they turn on i'm like <laughs> <laughs> it would be fucking amazing I like, I'm, you'd get views I would, I would guarantee I, you that and it would still be better than 99% of the shit that people have put out there it's 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 just mind-boggling but it's like you're saying Rob just the the uh the sort of delusion of people to believe that, that just because it, it, that the self-importancy that we have that well we our job is laughter like my job's 
narcissistic. It's me getting attention. It's a, it's in a form of attention, so you can now find a way to harness it, right? And now that the attention's gone, you can see certain people just going like, "Fuck, what do I, <laughs> like, what do I do?" And I'm loving it. Yeah, it's, and it's a different favorite. skill. Like, it's a totally different skill where, like, yeah. we can get up in front of hundreds of people or whatever and do our bit, but like, it's weird because I used to fucking shit on like YouTubers being like. Oh shut the fuck up! And now I'm like, oh, they've nailed it. They're just regular. They they make it entertaining. I did the same, I've... but I am one now. But it's good. Like they're the it's the safest job in the world. It's not yeah. gone anywhere. Well, it's not been affected at all in this. It's it's been it's been boom time. Like my views have gone through the roof. Like um, you know, like, I'm still on like small numbers, but growing fast. And like the growth yeah. has accelerated through this because people are at home. They want entertainment and they're bored with what's on TV a lot of the time. They want something yeah. different. They want something real. They want something authentic. I, and we can give them. I know, sad. I just started like going like, oh, once a week I'm going to put a sketch out and like, or like, I'm, I'm not going to do, I don't really do Instagram live or anything like that. Cause like, I see a few people do good Insta lives mm-hmm. and then I just see some people like, like I said, they go live and they're like, here's yeah. my fridge. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Think about uh, but, why you're going live is what I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I've noticed like how long it takes to do them and like that there's actually quite a lot to do as there always is. Like if you, if you, if you want to do something well, it's always difficult. Yeah, it's it's like it's like you you guys notice when you get invited on a podcast, like this is like a green room hangout, but like when you get invited on a radio show or a, a podcast or something, and they're like, just be funny, and you go, that's not like it's not going to work. But if you, yeah, 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 and I think that's what a lot of people are having to contend with that, that there's more thought into like it's like when you meet someone who's not very funny but they're a very good stand-up comedian and you realize oh they work really hard <laughs> yeah, they're really yeah, hard yeah, yeah. No, no and it's not i'm not trying to show no, this because no, totally. like, that's like, a skill and that's a really important one and having yeah. that fucking graft is like what separates people and i'm sure we all started with people who were more naturally talented than all of us who didn't have the graft and didn't put the effort yeah. in and like well but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean i mean we all know your views would go to the roof if i just went into that living room and put my dad on instead of yeah me. exactly man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to use you as a Stepping stone. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear this? Can you come on, please? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's yeah, like I think like there is a brave new world ahead of us though, and like it's one that it's like people are just catching up because this has been a thing for a long time. It's not like it's new, and like we're not we're not inventing comedy on the internet. Like it's not new. Like people yeah. are treating it like they've come to the internet. Like, hey, I've got comedy, and they're like, yeah, we've got loads of it here. There's even like there's stuff with its own culture. Like Twitch has its own culture. Like it's not the same as the rest of the internet. It has different language. It has different uh, emojis. Right, it's, the whole thing's different. So if you just sort of wander onto Twitch, like they're like, who's this fucking noob? And then, yeah, know, I tried like, it, and I was just like, I'm not gonna be able to do this. I was like, yeah. this isn't my thing um i felt the same about tiktok i tried tiktok for six hours no 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 anyone who does that quick comedy you're not allowed back (laughs) not allowed back yeah you're listening dancing to an freddie quinn's got two million uh, views on tiktok Oh uh, yeah, yeah, has, yeah, has yeah. he? From yeah, what? Doing the truffle shuffle. I genuinely believe that I was about to go. <laughs> as soon as this ended, I was going to no, go. He was killing it. it on TikTok, but like really? stand up and that. Yeah, yeah. I just can't be fucked. Like I, I, the, the clips I kept putting up kept getting banned. As like, because I just talk about shagging in that, and it's like a teenage platform. Like, the, but, you know. yeah, it, it's but it, it is. I don't know. I find that like sort of. I'd hate to be put into a pos- position of like, I, I, I quite like 
dark humor that's but that's what i enjoy i'd hate to be on a thing where it's suddenly like i couldn't do and but not that i i I can't do the thing that you need to be good on this so i'm just going to embarrass myself and look awkward and that's always been my problem pick the social medias that you're good at and I've always been scared, like putting content out because like I'm so insecure going like, oh, everyone's going to think it's shit. Everyone's going to think it's shit. But now I'm like, you've just got to get over that. Like yeah. it's a confidence exercise as well. And going, you probably will at some point put something shit out that everyone in a WhatsApp group is going to, in comedians WhatsApp groups is going to go, look at this dickhead. Yeah. But Who then. Fuck? You can't live your life by then. a comedian WhatsApp yeah. group. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's quite liberating in a way. And it's like, I actually see that, see that whole thing about worrying about people are going to think and people think that shit. Like, that was something that we all kind of had to go over when we first initially started doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you kind of just need to do that again, but online, which yeah. is obviously a lot more people can see it. But totally actually, right. this, it's, it's like, you know what it's like? Like, anytime you were putting something out online before the lockdown happened, like, you were kind of going, oh, this, oh, the comedy, and, like, circle hang, this is shite, and they, like, as you say, like, tweeting about, or, like, texting each other about it and all that. But now, kind of, it's like, it's it's so the the kind of norm that it's actually a liberating thing where it's kind of what you're expected to do. So you put something out and it's not that great. People won't even bat an eyelid anyway. And know that you should matter anyway. Just make another one. It doesn't affect exactly. anyone. It's yeah. it's way it's way better than doing bad stand up because like doing stand up badly is rude. You command the attention <laughs> of an entire room. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it you is, walk it into is. a room and you go, everyone look at me and listen to me, and then you're boring and shit. Right, that's rude. But if you do it online, all that happens is no one clicks it, no one sees it. It's just you know, it's just another thing that whizzes past them. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. So like, I, I think there's definitely that thing. But there is like there is definitely definitely a feeling you've got to get over of being like this is fucking great what i've just made where you you pl- click post and then you watch it get four likes right like that happens yeah. right it's like sometimes things whiff but like when you make loads and loads of things you stop caring about each individual one it's like gigging it's that same thing if you've got four gigs in a week you're not sat at home thinking oh my god thursday uh, you just do them dun, dun, dun. but if you've got one gig in a month you're gonna sit there all month going oh when i walk out i'm gonna say this and then you you know like you obsess over it and then it's shit same thing we're making stuff just make shit and then you get better at it like i le- every time i edit a video i learn something new like i just i look at a different setting just every time and go what does this do and then like that's how i've learned to edit and like every time if you watch my videos there's more and more like cuts and different things happening in each one because i just learned star a new wipes one. yeah oh mate next week star wipes that's why like i'm kind of in like i think the way to view this is like if any creative people at the moment is like learn a new skill that will help with the creativity mm-hmm. um like I'm quite lucky I get a full back on like I think like my writing and things like that like I, I go and do that I've got that thing because I, I did a writing thing so I'm cool but like there's other things where it, it's like so other comments is like or anyone creative like go just learn how to do it you can fucking do it on YouTube man right, there's you a YouTube video YouTube. that will show you how to like fix an oven yeah. so you can learn how to <laughs> fucking just write a script and yeah. then write a treatment and put your ideas down there's there's so many things yeah. to do about it if you literally want to do I, anything just get on YouTube and google it like you know it's yeah, yeah. It's, Rob, but the, can I just say after that lovely speech um you're free to the live shows now not even judges hours Thank you, mate. Thank you. Is that a golden buzzer I've just got? That's, that's beautiful. You're free to app a week. <laughs> <laughs> but do, do, you guys, do you know what I hope happens? I hope all those, like, I, I not to say, like, uh, you know those comics who just do Edinburgh? Like, 
I hope they all fuck off and actually use their degrees now. Like, can they just leave stand up to those of us who can only do? Like, every year I have to watch someone who does a fucking show because they're a brain surgeon and they've decided to give stand up a go. And now it's like, oh, this is amazing. We're hearing comedy from a brain surgeon. It doesn't work, but what an interesting angle. Mm. And it's like, can you? Life is the fucking WWE. Like, like, everyone's got a fucking gimmick. Like, you know, like, oh, I'm I'm a comedian and also a bin man. But I'd watch that. I'd watch a bin. I'd want to hear a bin man's perspective. Where every year someone comes up and goes, like, and when I got to Oxford, I didn't fit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fuck. Um, But I hope they go back to doing what they do, which is running the world and being a lizard. Um, <laughs> We've already given you capitalism. Go have fun with that. Like, you know, like, surely you can leave the arts for those of us who just can't do anything else. Like, surely this is for us. Like, that is what fucks me off with them. Like, because, like, you know, like, it's, and this isn't even, like, such a clear split where it's, like, people doing alternative or, like, um, like shows with a heart or a story because loads of people do those well. Brennan's one of them. Brennan does, like, really great narrative stories that are funny. That's grand. Like, I never, like, it's never that black and white. It's when people just, they, they, they get to, like, July and they go, oh, my show's written. I just need to add jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm, then I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing on stage? Like, you know, if the jokes are the last thing you're thinking of, you've fucked it. Like, you, you're, you're like, not- put some fucking shoes on, tell a fucking joke. Then- <laughs> 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 like, I tell you what, like, got, they got the uh, the Goliath clowns fuck you off as much as me. What? A what? Goliath like when, clowns. You know, like these French, like people that have been to France and learned how to do like. Oh, the- bro- Oh, I did a gig with one of them and I saw him warming up beforehand and I was just like I was just like if if ever I'm ever seen someone do that could someone walk me outside and go the Booker for Live at the Apollo's there and they're just in the back of my head as a nice little fucking send off just the most tragic thing I've ever seen right like what fucks me over them is it's such a middle class thing right because what they what they always talk about is that they have this revelation so basically this French old French clown tells them their shit at being a clown until they have a breakdown and learn about themselves right but only a middle class person would need to spend several thousand pounds to have someone tell them their shit like that just happened to me all the way through my life <laughs> like that was everyone's expectation of me was that i wouldn't do anything so i don't need that breakdown i had it when i was nine like <laughs> in scotland in scotland there's just no parent in that actually it's just like parents that's what they do basically yeah but uh but like i think it's an interesting thing like uh you're saying about it being a kind of middle class thing because i was thinking today like because this this don't get me wrong like there's this like sort of edinburgh acts that i think i go and see and they're great or whatever mm. um but like i think i've always had that mentality of like oh how am i going to make this work and like how would you you know how would you get like gig off the back of this and all that sort of stuff um which is i suppose like more of a concern if you need to worry about money and i think it's like a time like this it is kind of the practical time of like well you know what else can you kind of do because if you've got this like theatrical hour or whatever like there's no much you can do with that outside the context of the the fin show or whatever yeah you very much rely on that infrastructure being there don't you if you have that yes yeah. well, just set up a Go, just set up a GoFundMe page. That's what they seem to have. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure, why not? My, my views on my views on that subject have been very well covered two episodes ago. If you want to check back. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I, 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 I'm not even referencing like uh, that thing, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, um, 
I would just it, say, like, is... just make just make things and then wait for the money to come afterwards. They'll make the money their priority. And I know that's hard because people are fucking skint. But like, if you, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, online comedy is not the easiest way to make money. It's not the most efficient way to make money, no matter how fucking funny you are. So if you need money right now, Tesco is a better bet. Like, yeah, re- you know. realistically as well, the thing that you try to hope, like, to get, if you get views, you hope you can eventually go, I can put on a show and that will, as well as exactly. do the circuit stuff, so I can put on some money. Exactly. But now there's none of that. So you are going to have to look, people are going to have to look at other things, but there's, mm-hmm. there are other things out there. Like, like for someone like, like Alistair Green, I will totally buy him a coffee. Yeah, like, yeah, who yeah, does exactly. those things. Like, yeah, I would yeah, totally, yeah. I've not done it, it I would. If he asked me personally, yeah, I'd, yeah, 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 sure. Like, you can do that. Uh, like, you know, if you build up enough of a connection with an audience, I'm sure at some point you can go, by the way, chuck us some money and people will do it happily like people do it voluntarily all the time like um yeah like my special online i basically i left in the bucket speech because i filmed it at edinburgh and i just tailored it also to be for youtube and i was like if you're watching this at home there's a donation link below that's it nice. and i just left it in and people do that's a good idea, and, like, man. people just choose to and like i like it being open like that i felt like the spirit of like the show and like i like it the basically random mad rich people subsidize all the skint people to watch it like you know every now and again someone who's clearly mentally ill and has loads of money will send me some of it uh, yeah. oh, I, 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 love, like, 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 I don't mean to be wrecking those people by the way they're fucking great uh, <laughs> I, I, I love overly like people who are just hammered all the time and just start like that's what I, I would love I think that's one of the greatest privileges is your upper class is that if you're just drunk all day you're a caricature yeah, yeah, yeah you know that's yeah. <laughs> like the greatest privilege ever like if, if I just got drunk all day, which I've done before in my life, yeah, yeah I've been at that in festival, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was hey, with yeah. you. you. Remember the night with all the Jägermeister? Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! <laughs> oh man, that's a tragic story. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ, that was a that's night. My life so yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it was beautiful, right? So basically, there was this show at Edinburgh in the Banshee Labyrinth Cinema Room where um, everyone would watch a film. And during the film, there was like, um, like comedians would commentate on it, but they would also buy two bottles of Jaeger and just hand out shots to everyone in the room, including the people on stage, just at regular intervals, and then have buckets to pitch in for more Jaegermeister and just buy them by the bottle from the bar. And like, it was something like we broke the record one night and it was something like 15 bottles or something we got through between like 40 people in there. Can I just interject to say Adam Rowe chose Armageddon, which is a three and a half hour film. <laughs> yeah, it was right. his it's, meant, it's, it's meant to be like love actually. Like, do you know yeah, what it's yeah, meant yeah. to be? Something like 80 minutes. And Adam's like, Armageddon. Because that's how he sounds, apparently. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to sit there and drink with him. And it basically got to the point where um, I think, um, didn't uh, Ed, um, like, or did, was it Ed or Adam who did a shot out of my belly button? Anyway, it got, it got to the <laughs> point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone did a shot out of your belly button. I reckon it was, Ed, it must have been Ed Hedges. It was Ed Hedges. It I'm pretty it, sure it, it was, was actually, yeah, thinking about it. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, like, um, basically... Elliot ended up trying to fight a bouncer while he was half naked. Um, and yeah, it was a hell of an evening. Who was half naked? The bouncer or Elliot? Elliot was, Elliot was half naked. I, 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 I was in, in my defence, um, what had happened was I'd gotten half naked inside because it was, it was, it was there was a bit the where we, it was, yeah. it was part of the bit. Right? So I was, I was pants, just staying my box. Yeah, it was just, it was just like a bit of a show. But I went out for a cigarette and then the bouncer wasn't letting me in. Because he was going, you're too drunk, and I was, was going, 
yeah, and I was going, but I'm doing the show where you get us drunk. So, like, my logic, I didn't explain it as well as I've explained no, it there. it wasn't that eloquent at this point. <laughs> so, basically, yeah, we basically had to stop the show for a bit. And speaking uh, of which, actually, we've got to wrap up. That was so smooth. Thank you, mate. I've been doing a lot of these. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm basically Tony Blackburn at this point. Um, before, <laughs> before we go, though, um, I just like, have a quick turn to go around each of you. And, like, because you're all, like, you know, uh, these guys are all great comedians, so check out the stuff. I'll just go around in turn, tell them about yourself, where they can follow you, what they should be looking at that sort of thing so brennan start off mate tell me about yourself uh i i am a man a straight white man um which means i do comedy because we all do um, <laughs> i'm just on instagram really at brennan reese put things on there i'll do a gig when we're allowed that's that's it beautiful man thanks for coming on genuinely and come back on any time like that applies to all of you like i'm doing five of these a week i need fucking guests uh elliot <laughs> tell them about yourself mate uh well you just watch me for now um uh, i'm on twitter elliot still call i put out little sketches and things like that and over on uh instagram at, at elliot still beautiful mate yeah like so give him a follow and then mark tell them about yourself mate Hi, just uh, follow me at Mark Jenko on Instagram or Facebook or at Mark Jennings 90 on Twitter. I've got loads of videos uh, I'm going to be putting out shortly as well as doing some Instagram lives and Facebook lives and stuff like that. And, nice, uh, man. you got loads of good clips up, haven't you? As well. Yeah, yeah, so I've got a good few, man. Like, So uh, definitely check out some of my stand-up as well if you uh, like looking at ancient art forms. Brennan's following you now. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. He's doing it. Nice. Uh, but yeah, Hang on. Who the, who the fuck is that? That's not you. That's not <laughs> you at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got the wrong one. Right, thanks for so much for coming, guys. Um, if you've got, oh, this far, um, right, if you've got, if you've got a job still at the moment, bag some money to the Trussell Trust. That's who we're doing this for. There's a link to uh, them below. Basically, they provide meals for people who need them desperately at the moment. So you know that's a really good thing to help out. That's your good deed for the day. Um, if you want some more entertainment, then uh, there are loads of these. Uh, there's like 23 other episodes, so check them out. I'm also available as a podcast. Um, yeah, or watch my comedy special. There'll be a link popping up in a second if you watch this on youtube it's called too big to fail it's really funny give it a fucking go uh it's not like wanking on about me dead nana out and uh, my website's <laughs> that's my show. The UK. Yeah, that's his. Yeah. Ooh, we get it we're all sad um <laughs> uh, no like it's been genuinely awesome this today i'm back uh back monday 420 can't remember who i've booked but it'll be funny so fucking join me then uh thank you very much anyway this has been living living in lockdown thanks guys thank you for coming on cheers Thanks, bye bro. Bye. cheers mate see you later.